Okay. <sighs> God. Um. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's showtime. Woo. You know what? Listen. 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 We're like over halfway through this now, and are we? we're a couple episodes behind. We'll catch yeah, up, we but are. we're about we're like over halfway. There's light at the end of the tunnel of of this process, and you know what? I figure as a gift from me to you, I figured that I would let you do the intro to the podcast. Um, and I'm actually not going to interrupt you last this time. time. Right? And I, I know, I've heard other podcasts do this bit, so it's not even original. I just I honestly I just wanted to hear you. I just, I just wanted to to hear you say the intro to the podcast. Um, but there's a catch. Okay, I want you to say it. But every second word, I want you to say beef and bean stew. So you say one word of the intro, and then you go beef and bean stew, and you say the other thing, and then you go uh, beef and bean stew. And and I won't interrupt you. But if you stop, you want me to do? Th- you actually want me to do this? Because I am ready. I am fully willing. I absolutely want you to. to I want. I know this has been a dream of yours for a long I'm time. I'm fully to willing to interlace beef and bean stew between every second word. <laughs> These drugs are laced with beef and bean stew. <laughs> Alright, you want me to go? I'm, I'm ready They're to go. They're doing B&B. <clears throat> Alright, yeah. Um... Okay, campers, beef and beans stew. Rise in beef and bean stew. Shine in beef and bean stew. Don't forget beef and bean stew. Your existential beef and bean stew. Dread cause beef and bean stew. It's time beef and bean stew for Groundhog Beef and Bean Stew Month. A beef and bean stew. Philosophically minded beef and bean stew. Podcast exploring beef and bean stew. The cyclic beef and bean stew. Nature of beef and bean stew. Time and beef and bean stew. Human mortality beef and bean stew. Through repeated beef and bean stew. Viewing those beef and bean stew. Bill Beef and Bean Stew Murray movie Beef and Bean Stew. <laughs> they could... <laughs> Their name's Bill, but my friends call me Beef and Bean Stew Murray. <laughs> uh, yeah, I so mean, welcome to Groundhog Month, the Beef and Bean Stew minded podcast. Phil Phil does say at a B and B in Punxsutawney, that and that stands true. for Beef and Bean Stew. Beef and Bean. That is that is very true. Hey hey hey. Uh, this is Groundhog Month. As previously mentioned, mm-hmm. we in between the beef and bean every day for like a month, and uh, yeah, I I I'm Bradford Sonnenberg, I guess. Do we even have an identity anymore? Like, I feel like I'm at the point. What where is I'm just identity? Kinda... Have you seen that what really interesting identity? crash course philosophy video about the boat? Where they talk about identity. About the boat? There's no boat in this movie. Yeah, identity. You... No, like, the video where they talk about identity, and they're like, so let's say you sail off on a journey on a boat, and every few days you have to replace a single plank of wood. And by the time your journey is done, the entire boat has changed into a new boat through you putting a new plank of wood every day. You've essentially rebuilt a different boat, one plank at a time, on top of the other boat. By replacing each piece. At what point did that boat stop being the original boat? Was it when you fa- placed the the final plank, or was it when you placed the first plank? And it was just essentially about the the nature of identity. And so we're like, that's that's a very interesting point. So we're about like halfway through planking right now, like hmm. the the replanking of the boat. But I would also I would also say, um, if if this is a boat, I pray to god it it may leak and run into several icebergs because i want off this ship i was tr- i was in order to try and watch this movie i literally had classes and shit i was doing and so i had a i i had a i i condensed it down to a small tab turned the volume off and turned on captions 
so I could watch this movie as I was like trying to focus on some other stuff. But I was I was watching the movie. It honestly made doing school a little better because I could just look over to the side and and there was uh, Bill there was Murray. my girl pal Bill Murray uh, <laughs> joining me on this. Oh, I'll ask you this: um, mm. Do you feel like a new boat? I feel like I have slowly had a few of like half my planks ripped away from me and replaced with groundhog day covered planks they're like they just have like a poster for the movie staple on both sides and they have it's like if you imagine my genetic code think of like every few of those little like rungs have been replaced with just a picture of bill murray i am like 50 percent <laughs> bill murray at this point in time that's that's that is that is very interesting um that your 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 personal journey is a ladder rung with with little pictures bill of murray. bill murray yeah <laughs> um it's, just, it's a ladder but instead of rungs it's just a clone <laughs> of bill murray that's alive but is like condemned to just be a ladder and every time you step <laughs> Every time you step on him, he just goes, oh, and it's just slowly <laughs> work your way up the ladder. And then you get to the last one uh, and he goes, uh, 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 oh, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be really good. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to find a, a certain quote, um, that I feel like really prescribes this, but I want to find the exact phrasing. So while I'm looking for this, uh, would you mind? Um, saying something interesting and just being like an uh, like an interesting person. Well, okay, it's interesting. I was doing some philosophy reading related to this movie and some of the themes present with it. And we talked about like Nietzsche and stuff a little while ago. But um, what really stood out to me is this one guy, uh, Gabriel Marcel. He was an, uh, a French philosopher in the 1940s. Uh, and one of his most famous quotes, he was um, kind of the pioneer of the existentialism school of thought which i find very interesting uh and it was in a conversation with one of his students it was a letter that he he sent to him they were writing back and forth and he had come to this the end of this lengthy um this lengthy letter kind of detailing his his view on life um and in one of the final lines he said and i quote um <laughs> a grateful a great philosopher of our time. <laughs> yeah, no, the quote I was thinking of, I, I did, I did have the, uh, the phrasing right, but I think this really applies to our journey. And this is a quote from one of the greatest television shows of all time um, that I don't plan on rewatching due to the the difficulty of the subject matter. Um, I just pulled up the quote on IMDb to make sure I had it right. And all my recently viewed pages are Michael Shannon from recording <laughs> this. Uh, the last episode where we talked about him. Anyways. Um, uh, this episode takes place. There's a bit of a subplot in one of the episodes where uh, this, this kid has been kind of forced into being a soldier. And they have to go around shooting all the all the dogs and puppies that have been kind of contaminated by the nuclear waste of chernobyl which i think is very comparable to the nuclear waste of of ground of, of having to watch groundhog day every day mm -hmm. and he's having a, a difficulty with it and and one of the one of the other soldiers there, kind of trying to comfort him 
says this, and I think this really applies to our situation. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. He goes, look, this happens to everyone the first time. Normally when you kill a man, but for you, a dog. So what? There's no shame in it. You remember your first name, Garrow? My first time, Afghanistan. We were moving through a house, and suddenly a man was there, and I shot him in the stomach. Yeah, that's a real war story. There are never any good stories like in movies. They're shit. A man was there. Boom. Stomach. I was so scared, I didn't pull the trigger again for the rest of the day. I thought, well, that's it, Bakto. You put a bullet in someone. You're not you anymore. You'll never be you again. But then you wake up the next morning, and you're still you. And you realize, that was you all along. You just didn't know. So are we the ones killing the puppies? I think, I think the, the, I think, I think this is who we were all along is really my takeaway from it. I think if you're going to apply this quote to the movie, I think, uh, I remember, uh, the first time I watched Groundhog Day every day for a month, um, in Afghanistan, <laughs> um, uh, I thought, well, that's it, Brad. You've watched Groundhog Day every day for a month. You're not you anymore. You'll never be you again. But then you wake up the next morning and you're still you and you realize that was you all along. And you, you have to watch know. Groundhog Day once again. <laughs> I mean, and then you have to keep keep killing. It really is a, a great. I really think we've we've suffered comparable pain to. Um, yes. Uh, yes of course. Uh, I would compare us to war veterans. Present in the very, in, in war veterans. Readily. We are veterans of a war of sorts. Uh, except hmm. this is completely self inflicted. So we all, I don't we know. all fight our own personal battles. And for us, it's <laughs> watching Groundhog Day every single day for the time. <laughs> I would say that requires a certain level of courage and commitment that even some of the bravest soldiers would not have would not have no they might nope out you ever seen that meme and it's like um that character from the last of us like name name a character that's been through more pain than her oh wait <laughs> i just want that but it's just a picture of you and me like yeah the, the the logo for this podcast um that you did a very good job designing by the way i, Thank I you. am my, I love how terribly my picture contrasts with yours. It just <laughs> That's really... because you sent me the worst possible picture that you have. Well, I didn't know what you were aiming for. I have better pictures and ones that would literally match what you're doing. Like, I have pictures that would literally go completely well with it. But you just picked the worst possible ones of the bad ones that I sent you. Well, so... I just wanted one with, like, your face, like, your shoulders up. So I could get like, a good head. Okay, I have I I literally have one that I can send you if you want to relayer it. Like I I, I literally it, yeah. I literally I mean, yeah, I will literally we're only send halfway it to you after through. This. So. We're only halfway. It's time for a rebrand. <laughs> Man, you guys have really changed. I missed the yeah. old groundhog month. Wait, this was Back us all wrong. Old... We just didn't know it. <laughs> Back in the good old episodes 2 to 4, uh, they were something. They sure sold out now. <laughs> oh, this uh, honestly honestly i agree with your comment a few episodes ago about it kind of plateauing and just hmm. kind of just kind of just kind of becoming what it is i'm indifferent to it it's not it's not ruining my day right now it's just kind of like a small road bump small that i built and and keep right this is sort of like um um setting a mouse trap and just putting it in the middle of, of like the hallway that leads out of your bedroom. And every time you mm -hmm. go out of there and you step on the mouse trap and it's like, damn, I just stepped in a mouse trap. Uh, it sucks, but it's not gonna ruin your day. It's just a mouse trap. 
But I mean, as far as I can tell, most traps hurt a lot if you were to step on them. It, it does. This does hurt a lot. But the thing is, I've stepped on the mouse trap so many times that you don't um, even have I toes f- anymore. I feel no pain. It just cut off all your toes. It hurt. So. It really hurt at first. As someone who has had uh, uh, parts of my body uh, put inside mouse traps, and no, I was not amputated. If you say that amputated crap one more time, it. it is literally the worst part of this show. Every <laughs> single time you say, "Oh, you're an amputee," I have literally all of my limbs right now. If you could see me, I'm waving them very, very frustratedly. I but one time you. I did stick my finger in a mouse trap that I didn't realize was there because I was reaching into kind of a of a, a dark hole that that I mm, thought a charger would. No, no, no. So we had a trailer that was like one of those camping ones. And my dad told me to go out there and grab his charger that was inside one of the storage cubbies. Why was his in charger in a mouse trap? No, it wasn't Idiot. in the mouse trap. But I didn't know which cabinet it was in. And they were like these really long, like, like cabinet thingies. Um, and it was really dark. Uh, so I just stuck my hand in there to grab the charger. And there was a mouse trap. Um, and I, I uh, screwed up my finger for a little bit. Um, I knew this, I knew this moron, literally one of probably the dumbest people I've ever met. And he literally got his finger decapitated by a ping pong table. Okay, he actually did not. His finger is still attached. If you were to ask him right now, he would tell you, yes, my finger is actually still attached. He literally put his finger inside a folded ping pong table. I don't. He did actually not do that. Uh, he had he the do? ping pong table fall on his finger. It, it folded in half. They don't have minds of their own. You weren't a t- no. You it, he, it was a sorry. heavy ping pong table, and he ha- he was holding it because he was moving the ping pong table, and the ping pong table unfolded, and it landed on his finger, and his finger almost got cut off. But he actually didn't even cry at all because he was a man, and he was also in shock and couldn't feel his finger at all. You know, you're so, more of an amputee than I am. You've come no, way I'm closer not. to having actual okay. chunks of your body but come if, off. If you, if we could detail, if, if we could, if we made a list of how many parts of our body have been cut off surgically, I feel then, like you would have at least one more than me. <laughs> okay, no, no, okay, okay, okay. I don't think I do. We are. Are you really trying to claim that foreskin is a limb? I'm. I'm not. I'm just Okay, 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 okay. But, 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 but. I want you to consider this, right? Um. Hey. Uh. So real quick, this is just kind of a sidebar. I'm gonna cut this out. Have you like been in any like? like injuries before like that really like could have that you lost limbs in or something like that or that you really oh, hurt yeah, yourself a horrible accident where i accidentally grew another limb uh that really doesn't help my argument have you like gotten any dumb injuries that make you look really stupid oh uh, this uh, i ran into a tree once you see, you're the idiot that ran into a tree. Remember that really funny time that you ran into a tree and you got I really injured? So which one of us is more three injury prone? and a half when that happened. I remember it very well. <laughs> you were not even there because you only have one leg you and you couldn't run there fast enough. Were you about to say I wasn't even born? <laughs> Maybe you weren't. I don't know. I, haven't seen I, your I am older than you. I can't Just... prove that throwing that out there not do you remember that time um we thought it'd be a good idea to walk to walmart in the cold <laughs> and you tried running across the the road to get to tim hortons and you were gonna do a cool little slidey move 
just absolutely ravaged, pillaged your back and your ass. And all the cars were stopping to make sure you weren't dead. That was possibly one of the most painful experiences in my life. And it happened right in front of the most, the people who I strive to re to gain the respect of most. The, the Tim Hortons Tim employees. Tim drive through employees, yes. I worked very hard to make sure that every time I walked by there, I did not fall. You one not time I, I did fall. I lost all the respect. <laughs> Your one dream in life is being respected by the Tim Hortons drive-thru. Well, hey, I just wanted to get my order right for once. And I was hoping that maybe by not falling over when I walked by, that would give them some incentive to do that. What caused you more pain, though? Like getting your finger chopped off, getting your entire arm chopped off by a ping pong table or falling on the ice? Like that. I would say falling on the ice actually hurt a lot more than the other thing. It actually arm. did not happen. Okay. What didn't happen? Just so we're very when clear. You, the time that you said I got my arm cut off, but I actually didn't have my arm cut off because my arm is still here on my body. <laughs> The way you're talking right now, it sounds like Ben Shapiro. You're telling me my arm got cut off, but my arm did actually not get cut off. It is actually my arm on my actually body. did not get cut off. My arm right is still here. attached to my body. And if you were to say, hypothetically speaking, that my arm was not attached to my body anymore, then I would, in fact, be an amputee. But I am not an amputee because my arm is still attached to my body. And the stuff that you said about the ping pong table is actually not true. Uh, Even in, a, ben in, a, Shapiro is pretty good. in one of the possible worlds where it was hypothetically possible, possibly true that my arm was, in fact, not attached to my body, uh, we would not be living in that world because my, my arm is still attached <laughs> to my body. I would like to start a new fact. segment. <laughs> I would like to start a new segment on this show, okay? Uh, we can do this every day, all right? This is Pitch a Jordan Groundhog Peterson? Day sequel. I'm, <laughs> I'm not being you're, Jordan, you're Jordan Peterson. Peterson. Pitching the Groundhog Day sequel. If we're talking about... The, if we're talking... If we're talking about we're the metaphorical, the sociological metaphysical substrates... And if we, were to approach this, if we were to approach this movie's themes from a uh, reconstructional yeah. determinism standpoint... Okay. Uh, we would see that the themes are actually uh, very much in line with the metaphysical substrate of uh, most sociological and hierarchical societies. That we can <laughs> no, it has nothing. To, no, no, no. Okay, hear me out. This is this is the new segment. Pitch a movie, and I'm gonna pitch it to you. All right. Mm -hmm. I would like to pitch a Groundhog Day sequel. It takes place during Monday, but instead of Phil, it is literal, actual Ben Shapiro. <laughs> In an infinite loop. Would you not watch the shit out of that? Did you know that Bill, like, Ben Shapiro is making a movie? Is he? And he he also wrote a book, and I'm I'm fairly certain the movie is an adaptation of this fictional book that he wrote. No, it's a fictional. He's a novel. But he wrote a fiction book. He wrote a fiction book about this very handsome, tall hero named Brett who got bullied in high school because he was very short. But then he had a what's his last and he name? Grew very tall. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Brett Shabibo is his name. I just he looked was, up. Ben Shapiro movies. He's got a documentary with Dennis Prager. Um, of course he does. No, it's the one he's he... casting Gina Carano from The Mandalorian in it. Oh, he's is he? Her. He's uncanceling her and offering her the role in one of his his oh, new upcoming man. film. They can't cancel us if we don't let them. Okay, the Gina Carano thing. I don't care where you fall politically or what your beliefs are. Although, if you do believe in Jews, space lasers. I was about to say, if you believe in Jews, I'm like, wait, no, no. That's okay. You can leave right now. We are not about that. We do not believe in those conspiracy theories, okay? Are they even real? <laughs> you can't prove they are. If you believe in Jews, space lasers, stop listening to this right now, okay? Just... Yeah. Just probably go heck, heck off. take a very cold bath with a toaster. 
You are you are allowed to believe in Jews. I'm pretty sure they're real. <laughs> you are allowed, but, but make sure that you just I, keep it to yourself. I want to present you with a hypothetical, okay? You have two options, okay? The most powerful media corporation in human history is offering you millions of dollars, your own TV show, a spot in the most powerful and successful and popular media franchise of all time in Star Wars. And the only caveat, the only thing, and you've got lots of chances, is don't tweet about space laser Jews. Just, <laughs> just don't. And you'll be a millionaire, do and you will literally be in the good graces of the most power of Disney, the most powerful company pretty much of all time, all right? Just whatever you do, don't don't compare yourself to a Holocaust victim. That's literally all you have to do. And well, you're you a millionaire. Do. I don't care if you believe that the Jews faked the moon landing, okay? It's a pretty easy decision for me to make. Like, what do you... I, you can be a millionaire with your own Star Wars show. Or... Go down in history. You would be or you can go down, go down in history. And just... Or just don't tweet about space laser Jews. That's literally yeah, it, dude. Literally... I'm, here's how I'm imagining this going. Okay, I'm gonna be Gina Carano and Disney <laughs> okay. and John Favreau. Am I Disney? Oh, you're you're okay. You're no, both. You can well, you can be Disney if you really want to be. Okay. But I would love going. to be Disney. Hi, I'm be Gina. Mickey Mouse. I'm, was... I'm on Twitter and I'm saying. She actually has that... a very deep voice. So... Hi, I am on Twitter and I am saying that actually the space moon landing was not real and it was faked by George. Be George Bezos. <laughs> George, George Soros. George Bezos. <laughs> That's Jeff Bezos' twin brother. <laughs> George so, so, George Bezos. George Bezos. And he actually faked the moon landing. George I Bezos. Can... So, uh, George Bezos. <laughs> The whole time, George Bezos is just trying to bring Jeff down. It's the ultimate rivalry, but he's an identical twin. Um, Maybe he's the guy so, that we've been seeing this whole time. He's literally kidnapped Jeff Bezos. Um, but the thing is, is that Jeff Bezos' wife can tell the difference. That's why she divorced him. Uh, uh, George just Because George has always been in love with her. Anyway. Have you seen The Prestige? No, I haven't yet. Okay, I well, I will not spoil it for you then. Okay, I, I, it's literally always been on my list. Anyways, you're Gino Carano. I am Gino. I am. I'm a Gino Carano. <laughs> All right. I am. I am. Uh, I am Her posting voice. about how the the Jewish George Besoros faked the moon landing on the. Hey, uh, this is the. I'm uh, typing. This is the frozen corpse of of Walter Disney. So. Oh, just hello, real, Walter real Disney. Quick, real quick. Uh, I was, I, I, I was, I'm just kind of slowly turning to George Lucas, so I guess I'm George Lucas now. Um, we may have gone a little too far with the Gungans, but that's a subject oh, for another time. Okay, Gina, Gina, listen, 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 listen. I'm, I'm, I kind of made Star Wars, and I'll tell you what, we're having a bit of a predicament, all right? This is the thing, okay. right? You can be uh, a millionaire, you can have literally whatever you want, all right? Well, literally just don't say the word Jew and space laser in the same hey, sentence. Hey, you remember literally... that Death Star that you made? Well, the Jews actually have one just like it. No, actually, Kay, in the Star Wars universe, there's actually no Jews. And that does not mean I'm anti-Jew. Okay, I'm. I'm just. Well, I told you that Dumbledore is actually gay. <laughs> Wait, is J.K. Rowling secretly Gina Carano in disguise? <laughs> J.K. Rowling in a Gina Carano skin suit. <laughs> it's always a skin suit. Uh, this is. Everybody's in a skin suit. You're all uh, lizard people. Anyways, you can be um, one of the richest people on Earth, where mm -hmm. you can just not tweet. And you know what? I'm not even telling you you can't say it. Like 
put it on Parlor or something. Nobody's even on there. Mm-hmm. Um, even Facebook, honestly, probably okay with okay. it. Just not on Twitter. Not you can literally rent a plane to fly a giant banner that says um, the I Jewish Space Laser Committee. We're fine with that. Just don't tweet it. That's it. All right. Okay. How much money do I make for this TV show movie? <laughs> Why is your voice shifting again? Her voice is just very actually low. Your Gino Chrono is actually very in, unconvincing. I will say you, you kind of keep switching Shut characters. Up. I am trying my best. Okay? You're honestly Kate. Listen, you're really making me look bad here because I'm trying to be funny, and you just kind of keep switching Gino Chrono voices. And, well, like, you don't actually even sound like George Lucas up. right now. So. I, I, well, I'm not in character right now. I'm actually just well, playing me. I'm just playing me. You don't even but you sound were, like you. And you're you kept really bad at even just sounding voices. Like I, I great. I am, I am a gr- okay okay how about how about this i want to see right, how good keep, you can on. play me let's because take it. i think i play me better than anybody oh, you do not play you better than anybody i can play you We're even take... better than you play you take okay, right, you okay, me, okay i'll okay, do I... i'll do you doing george lucas okay that is my no favorite. i just want to see you doing me no no george lucas you? george lucas is easy i just i want to see because i guarantee you cannot play me i just feel like you don't have the range you don't have the emotion i don't think you have the intellectual capacity if i'm being completely frank with you i am actually brad <laughs> right now and i am a really poopy idiot guy Stop i am the brad. I, I, wanna, I have kid, kind of no, a weird you boston not even sound new york like accent thing i have a weird little new york accent thing on my voice even though listen- i'm actually not from new york <laughs> i only have one leg and i do not I if you are listening with my if you are listening checkered jacket on if you are actually- listening you are listening to this right now i have just um muted um Ethan in the call because I would like to make it very very explicitly clear that that is actually not me talking and I am not an amputee and Ethan if you say nothing for the next three seconds I will assume that you agree with me well I'm really glad that we covered that one up that you actually agree that I am actually not an amputee I did not agree to say that. You, I said, if you say nothing for three this seconds, this is just like that situation where the lady said the thing on Twitter you, and they unjustly up, fired her from her job. This is, I'm just like that. <laughs> I will say, okay, you know what, you know what, okay, okay, okay. How about, how about I be Gino Carano? I just don't think you really have the capacity, and then you can be just a nameless Disney executive. Hmm, okay, because no, I once again, I feel like you can't touch George. Can Lucas. his name be Phil? I really kind of like that name. Oh, you know, he can be Phil. I don't f- care. All right. Hey, uh, this is Gino Carano. I'm going to tweet about the ch- space laser Jews. Uh, do you have a problem with that? Uh, hey, uh, Gino, could you, please not, could you please not tweet about the Jewish You're going thing? back to your Gino Carano voice. No, You're no, not no, Gino Carano. You were this playing a different character. I thought you no, said that no, wasn't a good Gino Phil Carano. has no... It's not, but it was and your Gino Carano. Why do you Carano, say so it was actually her voice? where it's coming All from right, your well, heart. All right, fine. I'll do a different voice. Okay, I, I just am... want Phil to be distinct. That's I'm... all. All, all right. right, take it from the top. Okay. One, hey, two, three. Uh, this is uh, Gina. You really, Kate, why did you count so fast? That really threw me off my pace. All right, I'm three, two, two you're one, interrupting two, my count. Whoops, I'm sorry. Do you want to go or should I? You count. Should I go or should? I want you to you count. Want, you want to count? No, I want no, you to. Me? I, me, me. Are you counting? I want to do it. Three. Uh, three. One. Two, two, 
One. Three. What one? Three, two, one. It's me, Gino Carano, from the Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. And I would like to tweet about the Jewish space laser. Hey, it's me, Arnold. I am working for You are not Arnold Schwar... But what if, you, I what thought if you were really, playing film. I actually want to be Arnold. I am Arnold. I'm working for a Disney company. And I am saying <laughs> you are, you are fired. Arnold, I literally know that. First of all, I know you're not uh, Arnold. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. See, this is the reason why the audience is not going to buy in with you. It's, it's just really unauthentic because at one point they're thinking, oh, we're going to be getting film. But then they get Arnold can Schwarzenegger. Okay, I'll take it from the top then. Take it from the top and I will actually do it right this time. I am Phil. Okay, I'm sorry that you don't appreciate my talent. All right, just All right. go. Go do your Okay. Work. Okay, I got to really find my place as an actor. I just got to really get to that, that soft spot. I'm just remembering some childhood traumas. Okay. Hey, uh, it's me, the, the Gina Carano. Um, yeah, I should, gee, I sure would like to tweet some crazy, wacky, uh, chew stuff. Hey, Gina, it's me, Kermit. Could you please not tweet anything hey, about this? Hey, you, you're I'm not trying my best. I'm, I have, okay, you don't I, appreciate the wide vocal range of talents that I possess in my possession at this current moment in time. I no, I respect your Arnold and your Kermit. I'm just saying there's a time and place to be Arnold and or Kermit, not both at the same time. I'm just saying, like, like when you're trying to be Phil, the unnamed, unremarkable Disney executive, it really makes you stand out, and it makes me just well, look bad. Phil really as wants an improv to be. Performer. This Phil I... has has dreams and aspirations okay. to work his way to the top of the Disney company, and he does that through really good voice talent. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm going to give you one last chance. And if you blow this, I'm ending the podcast, okay? Okay. You literally, I'm literally <clears> getting <throat> the command queued up to, 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 to end it, all right? I'm, this is your shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, do uh, uh, whatever you got to do. Just don't, don't blow it up. I will not blow it. Uh, oh, right. Are you going to do your voice? Uh, You're going to do your chronic thing? Yeah. Uh, hey, this is Gino Chrono from... Uh, uh, Star Wars. Uh, I'm actually gonna tweet some about the Jews, about them making the space lasers. Hi, <laughs> it's me. It's a Walter Disney. I'm doing the. I'm do. I'm doing the Disney job. <laughs> I am actually here right now with uh, Gina Carano, who's tweeting about the Jewish space lasers. <laughs> Sure is actually really fire right now. Ah. Did you like that? Sorry. Brad, are you still there? Where'd you go? Brad? Hello? Good night. Good night. They say we're young and we don't know. Won't find out until we grow. Well, I don't know. Well, that's true. Cause you got me. Psych, you thought that was the outro. I actually just what? played it on the I, thing. Oh, I got you. You killed it. That was the greatest oh, uh, improv performance of, of Phil from um, 
unnamed Disney mark of I've ever heard. And Wait, you I were mean, just messing with me that whole time. I was just messing with you. I mean, you ask me if thinker. I. Yeah, I I did. Hey, hey, hey. This has been this has been lovely. Uh, uh, this has been Groundhog Month, the philosophically minded podcast exploring the cyclic nature of time and human mortality through repeated viewings of a Bill Murray movie, even though we did not address him as much. Um, this episode, to the beef and beans stew part. <laughs> the beef. I'm not. That's just your thing. Okay, that was just to humiliate you. Um. And really assert myself as the superior member of this uh, podcast. Hey, I'm Bradford Sonnenberg. I am. It's me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I lied. Your your Phil sucked. I hated every second of it. You'll never make it. You'll never make it in the business. Governor of California. But at least I'm sure of all the things we got, babe.